0: Hello and welcome to A Keptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Bowler, as we take a look at conspiracy and news for the past two weeks, ending April 7th, 2019. And it's been a weird two weeks. Uh, there have been a couple of conspiracies that seems to have popped up, mostly a uh, uh, rehash of an uh, existing kind of a death toll uh, conspiracy the, of course, we've had the Jesse Smollett, uh, controversy. I'm gonna call it conspiracy, the controversy. Of course, it's now morphing into a conspiracy. And of course, Alex Jones is, uh, having his day in making his depositions. And of course, the commentary on the Mueller report over the past two weeks. So, uh, let's get started. My first story, conspiracy theory about holistic doctor deaths resurface after Nipsey Hussle murder. Part of an ongoing conspiracy that naturalistic doctors, uh, naturopaths, uh, those who promote uh, the pseudoscience of homeopathy and so on, the whole uh, is... uh, (laughs) um, idea that um <laughs> the whole um this naturalistic um medicine stuff like herb, herbal uh, remedies there are your various uh, you know like acupuncture some of the chiropractic uh treatments again uh homeopathy naturopathy all these different uh herbal remedies that There's a general belief that these people are being murdered because of their promoting of these various uh, pseudoscientific medicine type stuff. And apparently, another addition to the body count, this Nipsey Hussle, I have no idea who Nipsey Hussle is, other than a, uh, he's a, I guess a Grammy Award nominated rapper was shot and killed while standing outside Marathon Clothing, a business, he, a business he co-owned in South L.A. Police arrested 29-year-old Eric Holder on suspicion of committing what they believe to be a murder motivated by personal dispute. Holder has pleaded not guilty. Before his untimely death, this 33-year-old artist announced that he was working on a documentary film about alternative health guru and traditional healer Alfredo Bowman, also known as Dr. Sebi, who died in 2016 from pneumonia while in custody of Honduran authorities after being arrested on money laundering charges. Sebi was 82 at the time of his death. Hussle's killing appears to be totally unrelated to his work on the documentary film about Dr. Sebi. And on 2 April 2019 press conference, Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore Said that Hustle and the suspect knew each other, and that we believe this would be a dispute between Mister Hustle and Mister Holder. We're not going to go into that converse, into that conversation, but it appears to be a personal matter between the two of them in regards to a dispute. And I'll leave it at that. So the story basically is that, um, of course, then uh, a there's been a um, oh. Uh, a kind of an ongoing, at least far as the conspiracy goes, this is being done by a person who runs, uh, okay, here we go, as reported in 2017, this conspiracy theory was largely the brainchild of Aaron Elizabeth, who runs the holistic blog Health Nut News. Elizabeth began cataloging holistic doctors' deaths in 2015 and keeping a running tab on them. In the wake of Hussle's murder, Elizabeth updated her post about the holistic doctor's death with the following statement. Note from Aaron, I know many of you are here because Nipsey Hussle, he may may he rest in peace, was gunned down in broad daylight in Los Angeles at the age of 33. He was making a documentary which talked a lot about Dr. Sebi, who is also, also on our list. He has talked about our Holistic Doctors death series publicly. Months ago, I signed a contract with Entertainment One with in Los Angeles to do a documentary series as well, on the doctors, and it would feature Doctor Sebi. I vow that no matter what, this documentary will be made. But as it, as also a report in twenty seventeen, the list of deaths does not as ins, does not itself a conspiracy make a vast majority of the deaths Elizabeth chronicled are demonstrably unrelated to each other, and have already been explained as accidents, homicides, not tied to any medical conspiracy, and natural causes. Sebi, for example, was an elderly person already suffering from a serious medical condition, pneumonia, when he was incarcerated in Honduras, where conditions for prisons are notoriously harsh. So basically, um, the idea is that to create a death list, I mean, there's there's the Clinton body count, which is, again, along the same lines, people who've uh, been associated with Bill or Hillary Clinton being uh, mysteriously dying from any number of causes. I'm not going to, I think I've gone through these before, through that most of these people have died of natural causes or various uh, automobile accidents that cannot necessarily be attributed to any type of nefarious dealings. And, of course, the, um, of course, this is the idea, an idea to uh, pretty much try to discredit the Clintons. Apparently, this is to bolster the credibility of these quack doctors who promote uh, pretty much nonsensical nostrums to try to cure everything. Um, and, of course, they're being suppressed by big pharma. So these deaths are considered by them very suspicious, but... No, there's nothing really to this, as, as far as the death count. These are this is just someone trying to connect dots and kind of failing miserably when the facts actually get into the way. So for the next story, this has to do with Jesse Smollett. Um, if you're not following this story or haven't uh, heard of this story, this is a uh, this has been a uh, kind of a ongoing story starting off with Jesse Smollett claiming to be attacked by some type of right-wing uh, elements, I guess to say. Apparently, uh, according to Smollett, these guys were wearing MAGA hats, and they grabbed him, beat him up, put a noose on his neck, poured some liquid on him, and left him be. That this was some type of uh, a hate crime, hate attack, since Smollett was Gay, that this was all kind of like a, you know, again a hate crime against you know, not only homosexual but black. But it turns out that the the two attackers that um, apparently um, was in the in some fairly grainy surveillance films matched up to two friends of Smollett who had claimed that they were paid by Smollett to stage this attack. And eventually Smollett went from victim to, went from victim to the uh, accused and eventually uh, you know, was arrested, uh, indicted and, re- and arrested. But then in, in a strange twist, the Cook County district attorney dropped the charges against Smollett and, but he had to forfeit his, the bond and he has to. Uh, perform some community service, which has, of course got all all of, uh, chi- right now has Chicago kind of um, stirred up, I would say, to take it lightly. I mean, the story is really strange. I mean, even trying to uh, follow the story has been uh, ne- um, confusing because national news has been, has been covering a and taking a different angle than what we're seeing here in Chicago. So I'm, I'm not really sure what I want to, how I want to approach this because, but of course, because of this animosity that has built up within Chicago, apparently now the, the right wing is now latching on to the idea that George Soros, the famous boogeyman that most um, alt-right people are, are convinced is trying to run the world or, whatever he's trying, whatever they think he's trying to do but apparently over because he us uh, Soros three years earlier had apparently had uh, donated to the district attorney Kim Fox that somehow they uh, apparently Soros gave Fox four hundred and eight thousand dollars in return for all charges being dropped a claim that garnered more than 7,000 retweets. Apparently this was thrown out there and has been spread around where it's kind of funny that you would pay up um, (laughs) almost a half a million dollars to a district attorney just to uh, three years ahead of uh, a time when you actually uh, wanted to use, use it. I mean, it's I mean, it, 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 it's another one of these, uh, type of, uh, you know, I guess digs against, this is basically a dig against, uh, George Soros and trying to paint a picture that this is a guy that's, um, he buys his, uh, buys his politicians and then cashes in later. I think it's kind of strange that you would pump half or $408,000, $400,000 into a campaign fund to get this person elected and then when it comes time to cash in that it's over a actor being who had staged an attack on himself uh there's there's just no logic as far as i'm concerned there just doesn't seem to be any logic in this in this story and now my next story this is actually pretty short but it's uh kind of the one of the, one of many stories about Alex Jones, Charlotte Manson sued against Alex Jones advances. Apparently um, it looks like at least one of the, one of the uh, cases this has to do with um, Brendan Gilmore, who was, uh, it was claimed by Alex Jones that he was a CIA operative, uh, a plant at Charlottesville to falsely, uh whatever falsely uh, report on what he saw at the at the rally. So, again, a defamation suit against Jones by Gilmore. I mean, apparently, it's proceeding on as planned. But really, the big story on Alex Jones is he's now uh, just finished or apparently has gone through a, at least one deposition on the Sandy Hook and again, this is another one of these convoluted, um uh, the news is reporting a couple different things and they're, they're really messing up on this story because, um, the, I've seen a number of these stories that Alex Jones claimed psychosis made him a Sandy Hook tru- truther. That is totally false. That's a total false statement. Alex Jones, when he was being deposed, now he, he was being very, uh, elusive he was not answering questions as as they were being presented he was being very uh, confrontational he would uh, not stay on topic many times and this is i've seen this so many times it's it's actually it i've come to expect alex jones to go go off in different tangents you ask him a question and somehow he'll try to link it to uh well, George Soros, or he'll try to link it to the Democratic Party, or they'll try, he'll try to link it to something else. I mean, he was throwing out all the, uh, the classic, uh, Alex Jones, uh, talk. I mean, he's even mentioned all the, uh, he mentioned Northwoods. He mentions, uh, yeah, again, George Soros, the mainstream media, the, all sorts of stuff. But when he was, he, when he was asked, he, one of the questions he was asked and part of his answer i mean again this was actually not part of this when he mentioned psychosis it had nothing it was again a one of these rambling not necessarily rambling but it was kind of off topic but his claim was that the people in the united states has been exposed to the truth and falsehoods through its through the media through its government that that the uh, public opinion has been manipulated one way or another, where the media has failed to report on some stories, but will report on other stories, and he, they will paint a kind of a biased picture, which is, it's actually a fairly fair statement. And I actually, I tend to agree with Alex Jones on this one that the media has kind of failed the American people in some cases but have built up a they had helped hide you know government corruption and business per, per, uh, corruption or at least not necessarily uh, should, I should I mean I want to say it like the that the, the media has tr- tried to meet its obligation to report the news but if you leave out important details or not question certain details. That's where the media fails. That seems to be the standard uh, now for the, the media to not antagonize these uh, celebrities or these government officials and so on. Don't ask them the the, uh, the real questions. And apparently that was a kind of a, a force for Enron to hide its you know, illegal actions as far as reporting earnings and so on. There was, I've been kind of doubling back on reading about the Enron scandal, mainly out of the Elizabeth Holmes scandal that has been a kind of a recent uh, manifestation of all this. So I wanted to go back to Enron and WorldCom and how that may, that, how that was what was done and how it was able to happen, and there seems to be an awful lot of similarities between those three events. So again, uh, Jones made it that that the United States, the American people have gone into a psychosis based on this fake news, these false, um, not necessarily fake news, but just not getting the whole story or being told a story that is more favorable to the interviewee and not getting really, not really getting the, the real story. Now this seems kind of strange on one hand that with investigative journalists working hard to uncover such things as this, uh, you know, like the Enron scandal, the WorldCom uh, scandal and exploring the various, these, these very serious events and actually eventually reporting on the story. Um, but, you know, Jones's argument, and I think it is something to be aware of that the news we get is going to have some biases associated with it. When I look at a story, one of the first things I'm looking at is what site it's on and who's writing the story but because in many cases Huffington Post f- utterly fails on uh, on its uh at least uh vetting the stories or making sure that the stories are accurate many of these uh, agenda driven sites like the Daily Beast the Daily Cause these are ones that are being these are the type of sites that are being run by those who are convinced that they're right, everyone's wrong. Guy get they're they're putting out a story, manipulating it to an to an to an extent to meet their political agendas. So when I get a Huffington Post story like this one, or if I get a Daily Cause, or I get a Daily Beast, or if I get a Vice, or if I get any of these other alternative sites, not nece- you know sites outside of the mainstream news that is abc nbc cbs here in the states or maybe the next tier cnn and fox which i don't really see as there again they're they're somewhat they're a little a little bit better than your agenda uh, totally agenda driven but there is an agenda there you know the you know the left and right uh, aspects of uh, there but they They try, but, you know, Fox is a little bit, I'm going to say, is a little bit worse because they will make up stories. CNN, it's hard to tell if they're making up stories. It's quite possible, though, but I'm, you know, there's, I'm not really seeing anything CNN is doing that is as egregious as what Fox does. But certainly, the, but then, you know, certainly there is this, uh, you know, again, not, I'm, I hate using fake news, but it is in some cases it is just up and up fake stuff being made up whole cloth. That is when you get down into the InfoWars type sites or some of the more radical the natural news and so on, those those crazier sites, they make up news whole whole cloth and very possible these are sites that are actually being uh, run by possibly run by the Russians. There seems to be an awful lot of evidence pointing to these kind of these fly-by-night sites. Basically, it's like you'll get a you might see a story from a uh, newspaper, the Indian News, but it has a .com and a U.S. Uh, address that it's coming from. Well, it's basically a site that is probably run by somebody in Russia or maybe you know maybe in the United States, but then again they could be funded through a, through Russian accounts but but where I'm getting at is it's not Jones being having the psychosis it's the world has a psychosis and he's only reacting to that. people want to hear certain things and he delivers it and for kind of a wrap up here and more this is more commentary so this would be I wanted to do some commentary on this um, the Mueller report. On March 22nd, Robert Mueller issues his report to the Attorney General, William Barr. And two days later, on March 24th, Barr issues a memo to the Judiciary Committee, a letter addressed to Lindsey Graham, Diane Feinstein, Gerald Nadler, and Doug Collins. These are the members of that committee and created a summary of the Mueller report in it was uh, mentioning such things as the collusion between Russia and or Russians attempt to subvert the election of 2016. Uh, there's a talks about obstruction of justice and, uh, the status of the department review. This, these were the, uh, these will be the key points in this. Uh, basically, according to uh, this uh, memo from William Barr, that there was Russian collusion in the election. There have been a number of indictments. A number of people have uh, testified, and has uh, been part of, you know. Been investigated, has been indicted, has been uh, found guilty. That are doing uh, doing time, being sent, have been sentenced. The um, the basic uh, rundown is that uh, there was does not seem to be any connection between Trump himself and Russia, though many of his associates have been involved with direct or indirectly. Influenced by Russian, Russian operatives again trying to subvert the uh, the election or manipulate the election, the obstruction of justice. There's a, there's an interesting part. The special counsel states that while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. So, and kind of going through this while it does. Uh, Indicate that 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 some of the stuff that we were hoping that he that he was in direct contact with Russia to get elected, I had a feeling I had I had my suspicions whether that was true or not. There doesn't there never really seemed to be any direct connection. But uh, considering all the players and what they've done, I mean, just the the Jerome Corsi Roger Stone connection who has was able to get the WikiLeaks that the whole week WikiLeaks thing Corsi to stone stone would uh, get that out into the and then get it out there to uh, undermine the Democrats there's you know all those these little stories and of course Russia or Trump's ties to Russia some of the business dealings he's had over there, or whatever, if there really were business dealings, but certainly, yeah. According to this, and up front, he's ne- Trump isn't necessarily off the hook as far as being exonerated, but it's it does look better for him to maybe at least as far as the Mueller investigation, he's probably. Just, he's probably ready to s- skate through, but a lot of things, there's a lot of problems. Actually, I think the only person, or the only people who have done a very good job of looking at this report a lot deeper than I have and seems to have a very good uh, take on it is the um, Opening Arguments podcast. And uh, Mr. Torres actually very nicely looks looks through this paper as a lawyer and uh it seems like his conclusions is <laughs> Trump's not off the hook yet but of course Fox News is saying he's you know uh, that Trump is squeaky clean nothing wrong many of the uh reporters and some of the um yeah some of the um journalists that have been covering this story is uh, it's just not a lot of the stuff there, they've written so much about this. And the thing is, the Mueller report isn't out yet. No one has seen this other than William Barr and his uh, his internal um, whatever lawyers that are now going through this thing and trying to decide what gets released to the public. Nothing on the Mueller report has been released to the public. And from the Open Arguments uh, podcast, Andrew Torres Noted that many of these quotes in this in this memo are partial quotes, and that there may be more to the s- story than what we're being led to believe. So this is going to be. I'm, I'm so. I'm, I have a feeling that I mean, certainly one of two things are going to happen: that the this this uh, particular report from William Barr maybe is maybe. Quite accurate. So then again, other than maybe the uh, obstruction of justice uh, claims, Trump is probably free and clear on any type of Russian collusion, or it may be totally opposite, and the that Trump and his people were much closer involved with the the Russians than what they want you to believe. So. As far as I'm concerned, I think the uh, the story is still going to be ongoing. I think the problem is that what's being reported by everyone else seems to be either miss the point. They never read this thing or they uh they just didn't know how to read this thing. So it's yeah, it, and I'm kind of I'm not really sure what I want to make of this thing because again, and I think, again, I'm, I'm kind of falling back on the opening arguments uh, story that they did on this. That the, I think there's going to be a lot more questions opening up when the, when the actual report makes it to Congress and perhaps make it to the news. So I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully, um, you'll catch, you know, hopefully this will work out. I'm not a big fan of T- Donald Trump, but I'm not going to, I don't want to, to accuse him of doing something that he didn't do, so hopefully this works out, and I'm just hoping the guy kind of catches a break and say, "Hey, there was no conclu- collusion. You're you're free and clear." It's a shame he had to obstruct justice to do it. That's really the, what I think is gonna gonna happen here. So uh, we'll stay tuned to that. I'm um, kind of waiting for the conspiracies now to come in on this. That's why I'm kind of throwing my this is one of those cases I'm going to throw my two cents in before the conspiracy starts. Cause I have a feeling that's what's going to happen that we're going to see, you know, who knows what's going to come out of this thing. So stay tuned. Um, hopefully there's hopefully I'm kind of, I'm kind of betting on that there's going to be a conspiracy associated with this. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. So let's wait and see. So that's the show for this week. Yeah, the, it, it's funny how little cons, uh, conspiracy news has been popping up. So I'm going to try to, I'm still working on, working on some details on a uh, kind of a deep look into conspiracies. I know I've been promising this for a while, but um, now that the weather is getting good here in uh, Illinois, I might try to spend some extra time outside before <laughs> jumping in and, doing some uh, serious uh, podcasting. So I'd like to thank you for listening. This has been episode 129, recorded on April 7th, 2019. Thank you and good night.